Hello and welcome to Cybercrime Investigations. Grooming by Algorithm with Jeff White and Glenn Goodman. So we should start by introducing ourselves. My name is Jeff White. I'm an investigative journalist and I cover technology. And my name is Glenn Goodman. I'm a former TV news business correspondent and now a trader specialising in the future of money, cryptocurrency, and I've written a book, The Crypto Trader. Um, there's something we should just be upfront about from the very beginning. Um, obviously, previous podcasts we've done in the Cybercrime Investigation series, we tend to look at the lighter side of things and we tend to have, you know, a bit of a joke along the way and stuff. Sure. Just to be absolutely clear from the beginning, this podcast is about... A very serious subject. It is about the, the grooming of children on social media by paedophiles. It is a, a sensitive t- subject, and if this is something you, you, you're not into and it's triggering for you, feel free to skip on to the next podcast or switch off. Um, you don't have to listen. It is, though, I, I think it's an important subject, and it is um, grimly fascinating. There's a lot of aspects to this that I think are interesting, even though it's it's tough stuff to talk about. So I just want to get that, you know... Out disclaimer. The, the disclaimer at the beginning. Because um, I think, I mean, one of the things that I don't know about you, but being journalist, you, you do go to territory that other people don't go to. You know, you get access to buildings that other people don't go into. And, you know, being a journalist is kind of a bit about seeing the bits of life and going to the places other people don't get to go. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, I'm sure as when you were working in TV <clears throat> news, as I was, we got to see a lot of footage mm. that, that other people wouldn't normally yes. see. Yeah. So what you've uncovered here... I take it, mm. is one of those... It is. It's a glimpse into a different side of things. And what's interesting about technology is obviously we're, there's this idea of the filter bubble that, you know, be, because you're into politics, for example, you'll see a lot of politics on your on your Twitter feed and so on. If you're not trying to look for this stuff and find it, there's entire stretches of the internet and social media you would just never come across because you're not following those, you know, hashtags or those accounts or whatever. So, you know, as a journalist, you, you're kind of looking at the, the bits that people in the mainstream wouldn't necessarily see because you're 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 sort of casting a torch into the into the the shadows of this sort of stuff so anyway that's sort of where we're kind of going with this the, the reason by the way i got started on all this i went to um there's a publisher who in the end didn't end up doing the story for, for various reasons and they sort of suggested well hey look at the issue of online grooming you know have a look into that start having a dig into that so that's how this all got started um and the reason we're going to focus on instagram and the reason I was interested in Instagram, there was an NSPCC report from earlier in the year, which was looking at um, different apps and which ones got reported in, in instances of the police investigating sexual contact with children. Because now an offence, thank goodness, to make sexual contact with children. And part of that, the police often record well, what app was used. And Instagram came out, perhaps unsurprisingly, at the top more than more than facebook for example more it, than snapchat more than snapchat in these ones so um i mean i don't know i, I wasn't a huge before i started i'll be honest i wasn't a huge instagram user are you in are you an instagrammer do you use instagram you... a little bit i do have an instagram account but mm. i haven't made that much use of it i sort of feel i don't know about you i feel that facebook i got into facebook and then there was a certain point where people went from facebook to instagram yeah. and if you weren't one of the ones who went they went off and, so, you know, so people, I feel like people either stayed with Instagram, stayed with Facebook or went to Instagram. And I did. Not many of my friends stayed with Facebook, I have to say. Mm. I've, I've, there was such a big migration. And 
it i don't i don't much like instagram i don't understand why it's so popular well on facebook you can have proper discussions you have debates about things though that obviously put a lot of people off the political arguing put mm. a lot of people off facebook yeah but also instagram it's, it's just about pictures yeah. more than anything else yeah. and i'm like i don't care about pictures if i was a photographer or massively into photography mm. it's the place for me but why does everybody love instagram so much but, but that's the thing i think for photographs and particularly for brands you know you've got logos you've got products for like brands who have physical stuff Instagram's brilliant for, for you know for people who have stuff to photograph you know architects artists skateboarders all that kind of stuff for you and I I mean you know you're doing tr- trading in cryptocurrencies and future money I do tech these are our lives aren't blessed with like exciting pictures of the stuff we do you see what I mean so I don't, I don't know whether Instagram lends I have, itself I have very attractive charts well of, you know <laughs> price charts volume charts some of your charts Glenn are are compelling <laughs> I will be honest, but I don't think they work for Instagram. But what's interesting, Instagram, I hadn't fully grasped that Instagram works very differently to Facebook. Mm. They are similar in that you have an account, you follow people and so on. But there are key differences about Instagram compared to Facebook that once you start investigating, you know, issues of child grooming suddenly come to the fore and and mean that, that start to account for why Instagram might be more represented in the figures around sexual contact with children than, for example, Facebook. So there's certain things which we'll sort of cover uh, in the course of this. Also, I mean, the Instagram is, um, it's the number one social media app for millennials. Right. Yes. And millennials, of course, are? Uh, aged between, well, they must be getting on a bit now, millennials. <laughs> Aging aged millennials. between, I don't know, late 20s to late 30s or something like that? I think that would be right. The definition I heard the other day was born between 1981 and 1996, I think it was. So, yes, yeah, so you're if right. If someone being born in 1981, I wouldn't think of as a millennial. But they they're nudging 40 now. Yeah, exactly. You, well, maybe a millennial could be nudging 40, I suppose. Yeah, we're barely out of millennial. We're, we're only recently post-millennial, us. Anyway, so, so Instagram, hugely popular among young people. Um, so I start looking into Instagram and start looking into way, different ways people are using Instagram and, and particularly sort of sex kind of content on Instagram because mm. there is sex stuff on Instagram. Glamour models will have pages on Instagram. Porn stars will have pages on Instagram. Now, Instagram polices the pictures that they put up so they obviously don't have, you know, pictures of nudie people, but, but these people have a presence often on Instagram. Yeah. And then there's this whole thing of, and this is going to sound very fuddy-duddy if you already know about all this stuff, but it was a bit of a new one to me, this idea of age play on Instagram. Age play? Yeah. That sounds like <laughs> some kind of sexual proclivity involving gilfs. Uh, uh, yeah, slightly, yes. This is people on Instagram who pretend to be a different, much younger usually age than they are. So they'll say, look, in, you know, in real life I'm... 25 or whatever, but my age on Instagram is seven years old. I'm a seven-year-old person on Instagram. Oh, no. Yeah. That is creepy. <clears throat> well, well, yes, it is. <laughs> I, fe- I felt the same thing. Um, would it be as creepy the... Sorry, I know this is not supposed to be a humorous podcast, but would it be as creepy the other way round? If, if you're a, pretending to be much older. If a child pretends to be a, a, pretending... a, better, a boomer. <laughs> a boomer, yes, yeah. Just just bought a new car, the miles per gallon are fantastic or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mortgage I'm, discussion. I'm concerned that my village is changing its cultural character <laughs> rather faster than I would like, said seven-year-old yes. uh, Timothy. Yes, odd, odd. Actually, that's a good point to bring up the age restrictions on Instagram. Instagram, like Facebook, because Instagram is owned, by the way, by Facebook, which we make clear, is 13. So the age for Instagram is 13. Right. So you've already got people who on Instagram are pretending to be 
pretending to be a younger age than the age that would be allowed on Instagram, but they're actually saying, well, hang on, I am over 18, over 13, but I'm pretending here to be five or seven or whatever. Yeah. And then you have people who who sort of role play with those people. So it's like, well, I'm an older person, you know, you can be my kind of younger person that I look after kind of thing because you're pretending to be seven. So there's this whole role play thing going on. Of the, yeah, The difficult thing, just, you know, as a slight tangent, but the difficult thing about that I know from having children myself mm. is that sometimes children like to role play being younger children than mm. they actually are as well. In fact, they like to do that quite a lot. <laughs> and, um, you know, there are famous, uh, hugely used apps where kids meet each other online. Mm. And of course, not everybody you meet is necessarily going to be a kid, which mm. I constantly warn my children about. Mm. But they do these role plays, uh, mm. hopefully just with their own friends. But sometimes people they don't know come yeah. in yeah. and start going, they want to role play my child being their baby or whatever mm. you know that kind of thing and yeah. that's it's it's really really difficult to work out yeah when you're using avatars yeah and people aren't who they say they are and the other thing about this is i looked at this and like you i thought well that's creepy and you're pretending to be seven years old and you're basically sort of kind of having sexualized talk with somebody but on the other hand i started thinking well is it sexualized talk? Yes. That, that, just to be clear, my children, I, as far as I know, have not been doing any kind of sexualized talk in this role play business. But some of it's very, some of it's sort of benign, in inverted commas, in that it's like, oh, I'm a young baby, you know, uh, you know that kind of thing. But then it, it bridges over into sometimes quite sexualized stuff. And but, but this is this is people having a fantasy together. They're all adults. They're consenting adults, apparently. And that they are indulging in a fantasy on on Instagram. And I just thought, well, that seems creepy. I don't like that. But if you shut that down, you're sort of shutting down imagination, people's fantasies. You, you, you're, you're policing imagination and policing fantasy. Well, it's like those <clears> things <throat> they used to... Uh, there used to be documentaries. Uh, I assume the, the, the this particular sexual thing still goes on, but I remember I saw the, the, a few documentaries a few years ago about uh, adults who dress as babies mm-hmm. and then go to a special madam who, yes. who will treat them as a baby all day and not, yeah. ne- not necessarily even do anything sexual with them, uh, but yeah. will put them in a cot and yep. in a nappy. and <laughs> Yeah, which, I mean... With that, because that's in a physical world, you, you can be like, okay, you are actually 45 years old, yes. and I am 25 years old, I'm taking care of you. Yeah. The, the, the difference, obviously, online, which is facile to say, but, you know, is, is the key to this, is that you don't know. <laughs> you know, it could be that these people are all over 18, all consenting. And, and there was a case recently, um, <clears throat> earlier in the year, of a guy up in the West Midlands who... Um, was convicted, he had found somebody, a, a young girl on Instagram, I think she was 15, he'd arranged to meet her, gone to meet her, I think the parents had found out, he was arrested and he was imprisoned. And one of the things about the, about that case from looking into it was that he was looking at exactly the same kind of situation. So he seemed to be involved in this, you know, older person looks after younger person on Instagram kind of vibe. Mm. But in that case, she, she was under, she was 15. So I worry that... In some cases, it's all above board. It's all consenting adults. In other cases, it is it, it is younger people and, and it, it can slide into that fairly quickly. So all of that, I've, I just found unsettling. And there was this thing of also, a lot of this goes on in terms of people writing stuff on pieces of paper and then photographing it and uploading that photo to Instagram, 
which means you can put something on a piece of paper and write it down in text that if you typed it into Instagram... Would flag up. Might be, yeah. So there's all of that sort of stuff. And in fairness, Instagram almost certainly has algorithms in place to try and stop the more obvious of this stuff, yes. I would imagine. But we'll come on to... You Certain know, keywords that yeah, look out for yeah. and all that, yeah. So there's all of that kind of stuff. Um, unsettling but fringe and couldn't quite work out what was going on there. And then through that started encountering... What are basically pages on Instagram of kids, kids doing gymnastic type stuff, you know, kids stretching pages, kids gymnastics pages, some kids modelling pages and kids swimwear pages and stuff. And again, with some of this, some of it was, you know, there are kid gymnasts out there, there were child gymnasts out there um, and they do competitions and they get photographed doing their gymnastics and, you know, they upload the photos and so on. So there's a whole above board side of that. A lot of these kids, though, are under 13, mm. but they have a page on Instagram for their gymnasty type thing or their modelling thing, which is run by their parents, run by the family. Right. <clears throat> so the mum runs the account and so on. Yeah. So, because um, the minimum age, as I say, is 13 um, on Instagram. Also, I want to, this, this age of 13, I just, I don't think enough gets talked about with this. Why is the minimum age on Instagram and Facebook 13? Do you know the... the no, I don't. <clears throat> Why? So... In the US, there is a, a piece of legislation called COPPA, C-O-P-P-A, which is about gathering data on children. Right. And the idea is under 13, you can't gather data on children. Above 13, you can. Mm. As I understand it, this came in because TV companies were starting to go online. And obviously, in TV terms, you've got the watershed. So, you know, you know, at 9.30, whatever the watershed is. Um the, the idea was, well, how do we do that online? And, and the compromise was, well, well, under 13, that seems to be, you know, beyond the pale. Over 13 is fine. What I just think with these companies, and Instagram and Facebook are, are, are two of them. A lot of the other ones will have similar sort of age ranges. They're faced with a choice then. It's like, could you go over 18? You know, if Facebook and Instagram went, we're 18 plus, so many of the stories that I've done would go, just go completely away because it's like, well, it's all adults. You know, if, if, you're, if you're a platform for adults... You're not having to look after kids and a lot of the dodgy stuff that I see going on. It's like, well, it's dodgy stuff between adults. They have gone for 13, these companies, presumably because um, more advertising revenue, I guess. You yeah. Think? You know, 13-year-olds, you want to advertise 13-year-olds. But they've made a conscious decision to go for that age. They could have gone for 16. They could have gone for 17, 18. They didn't. They went for 30. Do you see what I mean? It's, it's a conscious business decision they've made. Yeah, I guess. And I think we, we kind of take this on face value. Oh, well, 13, of course it's 13. Well, no, there, there was a choice there. You, Instagram, went for 13. Well, there's ramifications. Yeah, I mean, the problem, I, mean? I guess, is that there's a big difference between the watershed on TV mm. and the watershed age mm. on uh, Instagram and so on. And the difference is interaction. You know, mm. when if your 13 year old is watching whatever is allowed after the watershed, OK, they might see some scary content or mm. some sexual content, but they're not going to have anybody actually trying to talk to them yeah, through the yeah, TV yeah. Yeah, going, yeah. let's do some sexual things. That's yeah. that's why. And, and so many people buck this age requirement as well, which mm. is kind of particularly worrying, even though it is 13. It's very easy to circumvent it yes. on most apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And. You know, I mean, I police my children's uh, presence online pretty carefully. Mm. As I say, you know, where people can approach, you know, strangers can approach them. It's, mm. I have to, I have to police who they're talking to. I have to police 
what is said and and make sure that they report to me anything that mm. even sounds remotely dodgy. Mm. Fingers crossed, we've been pretty lucky so far. Yeah. But I know that people who my kids know have, have yeah. not always, you know, yeah. they, they have been approached by dodgy people in the yeah. past. It's a scary world out there now. It is a scary world, It's like, yeah. you know, we always teach our kids don't talk to strangers. Mm. In in the real world, that's that's a pretty straightforward rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Online, yeah. not necessarily. So so what I started, I started looking into these, um, uh, started looking into these accounts and yeah. started seeing, as I say, you know, kids gymnasty type stuff. What I then started to see was um, they were being followed by people. Some of the people who follow these these, these accounts are other kid gymnasts, for example. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but, but, but then... A lot of people following them seem to be kind of men in their sort of forties and fifties, and I was like, "Well, that's that's odd." Uh, you know, perhaps they are really big fans of you know children doing gymnastics and so on. But then I started looking at the pages that those other pages those guys were following. Yeah, there are pages, notably one I found called Tweens Club, which subsequently was deleted. Um, those pages gathered together the most sexualized and most salacious images from these kids gymnast stuff right okay so it's no longer just a you know a selection of pictures of them and it's it's the most sexualized ones basically so it's kids in particular poses and that kind of thing it's 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 not about kids gymnasts anymore it's about kids you know it the most salacious pictures of of children right oh and by the way i should just point out with all of this on all of this level i i i never saw nor did i try and seek out anything on instagram that was illegal content that you would class as illegal content i i don't think and did not even try and seek out stuff that was, you know, blatantly illegal content. But around the fringes of this kids' gymnast stuff, you started to see pages that were really skirting the line, really closely skirting the line right. about what's about what's acceptable and what's not. You know, so the you know the kids were always clothed, for example. But even with that, you're like, oh, hang on, this is. Odd. Yeah, even when exactly, even when children are fully clothed, the the content of, yeah. of chat can still be inappropriate. Well, this is the thing. So, and I started seeing people commenting on these pictures and so on. So I started looking at the followers of some of these pages, um, and again, it was sort of guys in their sort of forties and fifties, going on the basis of their profile picture. That you know, I can't be absolutely sure, hundred percent, that they are you know. Um, uh, guys in their 40s and 50s but it just seemed to be blokes following these accounts right it, it it's quite difficult to understand what the motivation would be for someone of that age following these particular types of you know you've really got to stretch your imagination to work out what's the innocent explanation for why you might be following this particular set of pages that are posting the most salacious pictures of kids yes go on give me the innocent explanation for that it, it just so you know my sort of suspicions were kind of aroused by that um so i at this point i thought well okay it's worth having a look at these these guys and sort of seeing what 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 might be afoot here in the next episode more about those sinister accounts and how hashtags can be used on instagram to find inappropriate content (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.